0: Hello everybody welcome back to Caleb's Kung Fu Cinema episode 56 more specifically of Caleb's Kung Fu Cinema I am Caleb I'm I'm joined sorry as always by my lovely wife Amber hey guys and our our dear friend Montarius it is I he Montarius is back. He did not uh once again he was not in our previous episode. He ate so much Thanksgiving dinner that he was completely immobile for <laughs> for for about a week.
1: I was out of there, people. I'm so sorry.
0: <laughs> Too much ham and ham and uh, dressing and all that. Absolutely. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, Montarius is back. We're all back here in the studio. It's been a pretty uh, hectic uh, two weeks both for Amber and I specifically we both got sick like on alternating weeks like there was a week of her being sick and then I was sick but <laughs> but thankfully we are we're, we're good you know it was just uh just weather you know weather allergies mixed with colds and stuff like that so yeah it was a little annoying but anyway we're uh uh, I guess 100% I don't know Amber just got off work so she's probably not 100% she's probably like 90% right now I'm
2: very tired <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah but hey uh, that's okay because uh, today is a, a bit of a cause for celebration this is uh, Amber's birthday special episode so yay <laughs> Woo! her birthday is not actually today it's on the 13th but uh, like we've been doing for the last couple years whenever Amber's birthday rolls around we talk about a movie um, that she that she herself is particularly fond of so uh this year we chose another Scott Atkins movie because Amber we all know is a really big fan of Scott Atkins um so uh we're gonna we're gonna jump into uh we're gonna jump into the movie in a little bit but first we had to uh uh two things to cover in the uh in the news world first uh yesterday yeah as of this recording yesterday both Jackie Chan and Chris Tucker confirmed that Rush Hour 4 is in the works
2: yay,
1: <laughs> yay
0: I guess <laughs> I say I guess because this is for me this is a situation where I'll believe it when I see it because they've been saying that this is happening for like for like four years now they've been saying since like 2018 that Rush Hour 4 is happening <laughs> so I don't so I, I don't know what to make of this
1: the fourth movie they had to make you wait four years
0: yeah <laughs> I see what you did there we're probably, probably gonna have to wait four more years now because because they just said it was happening and you know obviously it's gonna take a while to film and then all that Jackie I believe is a very busy well, man well just like in previous
1: so, movies we could just do a time jump real quick sure could <laughs>
0: Yeah, because like um, I think the third one, because two takes place like three days after the first one, but the third one took place, what like maybe at least ten years after the second one. That's that's kind of how it seemed because you know Sue Young was what w- yeah. was a woman at that point, you know, and
1: yeah, so and Carter
0: told- said he hadn't seen her since she was ten, you know, mm-hmm. and then rush hour one and two being like literally days within each other. Uh, so, yeah, I, I believe the third one took place 10 years after the second one. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, I'll probably do an- another time jump where it's been like... Don't uh, be um, too many years. <laughs> it's been like 20 years since the third movie. Like, they'll be in the movie like, hey, Lee, remember 20 years ago when we went to Paris? <laughs> <laughs> and you had a brother that you didn't tell me about. Thanks a lot, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah, Rush Hour 4 is apparently happening. Um all in all, I, I I am interested to see what happens because you know, we're all we're all big Rush Hour fans here. Uh, uh Rush Hour is like uh the bread and butter for Montarius and I. You know, it's, it's it's a franchise <laughs> that we both hold dear to each other. Um and uh and it'll be it'll be interesting to see what they do like story-wise. Because I really don't know what the what, what they can do. Um,
1: so young to be their captain now.
0: The captain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Over the whole police became, force. became a cop. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's true. And
1: somehow she's rogue now.
0: Yeah. <laughs> what? She's the bad guy now. What? <laughs> um. Or they could do um I mean, I, I had seen I had read something once where they, they said that they could probably go to like a, they might do something set in um uh, where, where was it? I think they said like England or something I don't know um but they they haven't done that yet you know the first movie was um the first few minutes was Hong Kong and then the rest of it was Los Angeles and then second it was reversed like first half is Hong Kong and then it, it's like Hong Kong Los Angeles um but it's like, it's like a more of each instead of just like a little bit of Hong Kong and all Los Angeles this was like half and half. And then the third one was like a little bit of Los Angeles and then, uh, Paris. So, um, so yeah, I, I think they might do something with like England or, uh, I don't know, Russia. I don't know. Probably not. Russia. No, <laughs> yeah, probably not Russia. <laughs> yeah, no, not, not Russia. Uh-uh. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'll just we'll stick with England. Yeah, well, let's go with that. Yeah, we'll we we'll go to England. <laughs> um, even though even though they did that in Shanghai nights, they went to England in that one, but that's different. <laughs> but uh yeah, we we'll, we'll see where they go. Jackie is uh Jackie's 68 years old now, you know, and he uh looks great. He does look great, but it to be honest, I mean it, it, even by his own admission, he can he can't go that much anymore, you know, just depending on the Depending on the, uh, I guess like the, the, the radicalness, if you will, of, of whatever stunt he's doing or something like that, um, he's definitely trying to take more like to take better care of himself and his age now. So uh, I'm sure I'm sure we'll see uh, we'll see him scrap quite a bit, but probably not fight uh, not fight sorry uh, probably not jump off buildings and stuff like that. Like he's <laughs> like he's been known for doing when he did the foreigner, he like jumped off a house. I think yeah it was it was kind of like a it's like it's like a bed and breakfast type house he jumped off that i think that was probably the craziest stunt he did in that movie was just jumping off the house (laughs) but uh but yeah anyway rush hour four is in the works so uh yeah we'll 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 see what happens it's it's bound to have some uh some good comedy though because i mean chris tucker jackie chan excellent pair great chemistry chris tucker is obviously a very funny man and uh (laughs) Jack and Shane could be very funny, too. So, yeah, we'll see what happens. But anyway, with that out of the way, uh, one more piece of news. Um, Bruce Lee. I wish they had said something whenever Amber and I discussed Enter the Dragon. But, you know, it's like one of those things where it's like, like, oh, man, I wish they had said that earlier because we could have talked about it then. It would have been very fitting. But, no, they decided to wait. But anyway, yeah, they recently announced that there's going to be a new Bruce Lee movie. Is it going to be a biopic? I don't know. But it's going to be a movie about bruce lee or have bruce lee per se in it um that is going to be directed by ang lee we all know ang lee is the director of *Crouching and tiger hidden dragon one of the greatest films ever made um he also directed stuff like hulk
2: <laughs> great
0: <laughs> yeah not a big fan of that movie i'm talking about we're talking about the hulk with eric banna that was that came out in like what 2003
2: i think yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: um yeah that movie i'm not a big fan of that movie i know that there are quite a few people that do like that movie and that's fine i'm not a huge fan of it though um but uh yeah ang lee's directing and his son mason is going to be playing bruce lee which i thought was interesting i don't know anything about mason i had never i've never seen anything he's done like Acting-wise, I think he's still kind of new to doing movies and stuff like that. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not saying that's a fact. I'm not sure. I don't know a lot about the guy. But um, I thought that was interesting, and I've seen him. And he definitely looks like he could play the part. He doesn't. Look, he's not like a spitting image of Bruce Lee or anything like that. But, I mean, he looks like he could play the part. So uh, we'll see where it goes. I don't know. Monterius, what do you think about that uh, upcoming Bruce Lee flick? <laughs> we'll... we'll, we'll do do you think it'll be like a, a biopic, like about Bruce's life, or they, they think they might go in like a different direction because they've done a movie about his life already? So
1: I I just love Bruce. Let's let's throw that out there first. But I, it's just how many times can you can you do this? I mean, <laughs> a bi, whether it's a biopic or a real movie. I mean, people are gonna go see it because um, you know it's Bruce Lee, of course. But it's like. Can you let the man breathe for a second? I know he's not living, but let him breathe for a second. Like,
0: and just, let, let him breathe in his grave. Yeah, try his cousin or somebody. I don't know. Let him rest. <laughs> yeah.
1: But yeah, a movie, I'm, about a
0: movie about his cousin.
1: Movie about his cousin Chang Lee, something.
0: Oh man. Um, anyway, uh, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. They 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 have done this before. Already. I mean, there was a there was Dragon: The Bruce Story, which was released all the way back in 1993. Uh, like literally a few months before I was born, I think. Um, and then there was Birth of the Dragon, which was not good. <laughs> I did not like that movie. Uh, Philip Ng's performance aside, I I, I did love him. Uh, as as Bruce Lee, he he did a very good job at the movie itself, and the story was just not that good. Um, and then you know we we saw Bruce Lee, quote unquote, in. Once upon a time in Hollywood, Mike Moe played him. That's a very controversial performance and you know, a controversial portrayal of Bruce Lee for many people. But all all the controversy aside and the and the the accuracy of, of, of the of the of the the portrayal of him and everything like that, all, all the controversy and the accuracy aside. Mike Mo did a great job. I I like he he his like speaking wise, like the way he delivered his lines and the look, he looked great. He did look a lot like Brucey acted very much like him. He
2: sounded just like him.
0: Yeah, so um so yeah, you know, just like for, forget about forget about how like just kind of polarizing it is. He did do a good job. You know, so this is just like this is a, Um this is gonna be another instance where, you know, we, um we need like the, the film needs to kind of it needs to be. Like, people are wanting it to be very accurate in many in many ways. Also, wanting it to be good in like a and also kind of um, what's the word I like like honor Bruce Lee's memory and stuff like that. Which um, that that probably won't be that difficult of a task. And I say that because Bruce the Bruce Lee Foundation, his family, you know, his daughter and everything, they're they're actually kind of like endorsing this movie. Like they're they're like they. That, um i found out about the movie through through them i follow like the bruce lee's official excuse me instagram uh page and it's that's like ran by his daughter or whatever um and uh and like i found out about the movie through that you know so i was like oh wow they're 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 like working with ang lee here or working with the studio or whatever to get to to make this movie happen that's interesting so you know i i think um however this movie turns out it'll definitely be like a like, like, a legit vision, you know, so, so, um, I'm, I'm definitely gonna check this one out, you know, whether I'm disappointed or not, I'm still gonna check it out, you know, I, I, nobody stopped me from watching Birth of the Dragons, <laughs> although I kind of wish I hadn't watched it, <laughs> but, um, that's some either here or there, but yeah, Bruce Lee biopic, probably, coming out very soon, and Rush Hour Four coming out very soon. It's a it's an it's an exciting time. Don't
2: we have <laughs> another piece of news to talk about?
0: Uh I don't know what.
2: We watched the game awards last night.
0: Oh, yeah, Tekken eight, that's true. And
2: we got a glimpse of gameplay and actual game footage for Tekken Eight and it looks pretty good. Mhm. It looks really good. what do you think?
0: I liked it. Um but, uh, but as I said last night, after it, it was, was so over, short, there wasn't, there was nothing to go on. It was yeah. like barely a minute long, <laughs> which I hate when they do. And that. You know, on
2: Twitter, people are already trying to speculate what's gonna happen, and it's interesting to see people's ideas. But yeah, it was a minute and 20 seconds, so yeah. we didn't get a lot to go on.
0: Yeah, we did, we did get a, but we did get some, some like gameplay footage, and we saw some new characters, not new characters per se, but like. Uh, you know characters that we're gonna that are gonna be in the game, but like besides Jin and Kazu, of course, we saw like Law and Paul and King and Jack and and Mars.
2: June's coming back, June's you guys. Back.
0: So yeah, that uh, for for Tekken fans, it's an exciting time. I know Monteras is. Uh,
2: he's like, what the hell are we talking?
0: About? No, he's a. I know he, he's, he's 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 like moderately familiar with Tekken. Yeah, I, I used to play the game way back in the day. Yeah. You know, I'm old, you guys. <laughs> <laughs>
1: But I not I haven't had a game
0: system in a while, so I'm a little rusty on this stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a that that's a, it's an exciting time for Tekken fans. There was some new uh some some new like Street Fighter six footage, which I love Street Fighter as well. I love all fighting games basically. So there was there was uh there was some cool stuff to see with the Street Fighter the the upcoming Street Fighter game, which I'll probably I'll probably get that. I'll check it out, we'll see. I don't know, it it depends. Um,
2: but that means you and I are gonna have to get a PS five.
0: Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> they
1: still sell those?
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay. No, it's 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 already dead. They got the PS six now. <gasps> really? <laughs> no. It definitely feels that way sometimes. Yeah. Um but uh I don't know. Maybe Montes wants to throw a little bit of that DSB money our way so we can get <laughs> so we can get that PS Five. Wow! I'm actually, have my own
1: console I'll come s- out. <laughs>
0: yeah, get a PS Five and just slap a DSB sticker on it. Right. Yeah. Six hundred dollars. <laughs> It'll drive the price up. Oh man. Inflation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So anyway, with the, yeah, with all that out of the way, let's uh, let's jump into the uh jump into the main topic. We've got the news out out of the way. So yeah. Uh once again, this is Amber's birthday celebration. Yay. Happy early birthday. Twenty one. <laughs> twenty one. She's not twenty one. <laughs>
2: I'm gonna be twenty-eight, you guys. Yeah. So old I do. I've been
0: there. <laughs> A couple of times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um so anyway, yeah, uh, like I like I said at the beginning of the episode, what we do here for Amber's birthday special is that we pick a movie that she that she is a, that she is a really big fan of. So today, yeah, we're gonna be talking about a movie that that uh, that I know she loves. What's the movie, babe?
2: Ninja Two: Shadow of a Tear.
0: Yeah. What does that mean? Shadow of a tear. You
1: know, I, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, everything has a shadow, even your tears.
0: I guess. Cry right now. <laughs> cry. <Crying laughs> I'm, <cute. Yeah. laughs> I'm not that good of an actor. I can't Well, cry that's why you'll never play Bruce Lee. <laughs> yeah. Well, also I'm not. <laughs> I'm not Chinese American.
1: <laughs> and Robert Downey Jr. wasn't black, but here we are.
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> Tropic Thunder fans, you get it. Yeah, I like that movie. <laughs> it's funny. It's funny. Uh, but anyway, um, yeah, we're going to be talking about Ninja 2, Shadow of a Tear. I remember when I first saw this movie. We've talked about the very first Ninja film. That Was was that last year? I believe so. Yeah, because in 2020 we did uh, we did Tekken. You wanted to do the live-action Tekken movie, so we did that. And then last year we did the first Ninja, so this mm-hmm. year's Ninja 2. Um, yeah, so last year we talked about the first Ninja film obviously Pat Scott Atkins, um Isaac Florentine directing um uh here Isaac and Scott are back there's a, there's there's a couple of uh, couple of changes that, that were made to uh that were made in order to do this film first off we have a different fight choreographer um which is uh the brilliant Tim Mann um he uh he he worked with Scott before or not before sorry I think he worked he worked with Scott on a couple of things after this movie particularly Accident Man but um, yeah, we had a different fight choreographer choreographer for this one. Sorry, but um, anyway, back to my point. I remember when I first saw this movie. This came out in 2013. Um, and I, I went to um, I went to the uh, the video store that that our town had at the time it was called Hastings. Rest in peace. <sighs> Greatest job I ever had, honestly. <laughs>
1: Blockbuster Junior.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I miss that. I miss that place. I worked there for two years, but literally. Sorry, literally best job I've ever had. But um, anyway, I remember when I went... I, I went to Hastings one day because I wanted to find some movies. I always like to go on movie hunts and see if there's anything new, anything cool out there. So I go to... I went to Hastings and I was looking at all the action movies and stuff like that. And I, I came across this one I saw the title Ninja 2 Shadow Material I saw Scott Atkins' name on it and I was like oh shit they made a sequel I didn't know that I you know we had we had already done the first one I had seen the first movie when it came out in 2009 so um uh and I thought it, I thought it was okay you know there were a couple of things about it I didn't like but most of all I thought it was good but then I saw the second one I was like oh shit okay I need to check out the second one because the first one was not too bad so let's see how the second one is I got the second one and uh Went home watched it. I loved it. I thought the second one was leaps and bounds better than the first one, and I still think that. Like like if we if we compare the two, I don't know. Monty probably didn't watch the first one. I did not. Yeah, <clears throat> it, this was your first time seeing this, right? The second one. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, he he was unfamiliar with the first one, but that that's okay because the second one, it, it's like, um, did you feel like you were missing anything when you watched this one? Like like would you have like if you had just like went in. Not seeing that this is Ninja Two, that it's a sequel, did you feel like you were missing anything, or that you weren't in on something, or did it just kind of feel like you were just watching just a movie by itself?
1: Yeah, it felt like it could have been the first movie, actually. Really? Honestly?
0: Yeah, I, I thought I thought that too. But um, there are a couple of things they do allude to some things that happened in the first movie,
2: but it's not much.
0: Yeah, it, it's just it's just kind of like a mention here or there. This movie is just like this movie stands on its own. It's very contained in that way, and I like that. You know, you don't really need, necessarily need to watch the first movie to watch this one.
2: I think you showed me this first, before the first one.
0: I probably did. I think
2: we, yeah. I think I I saw this one first. I
0: probably did uh, show you this one first, because, like I said, I love this one way more than the first one. I'll watch the second one over the first one any time. I watched if I'm gonna watch the first one, I need to be like in the right mood. You know, I have to be. Uh, I just have to be like in a moment where I come across and I'm just like, you know what? I haven't watched this in a while. Let's see. Let's see how it holds up. You know, like like even
1: though you know how
0: it holds yeah. up. maybe
1: he missed something <laughs> and make it a little better. Yeah,
0: <laughs> like I gotta watch. I have to if I feel like I need to see how the first one holds up. I'll do it. The second one, like th- I never get tired of this movie. So, um, so. Yeah, we'll jump into it. Uh yeah, Ninja 2: Shadow of a Tear. Again, I don't know what that means. It was released <laughs> in 2013, directed once again by Isaac Florentine. He directed the first film Tim Mann once again did the fight choreography. Tim Mann is also in the film. He plays a uh, he plays one of the villains. He has a very small role. We have Scott Atkins returning to the film. Um uh we also have Mika Hiji. She also returned from the uh, from the first film she was the girl that could not fight <laughs> they didn't do her any favors in this one too <laughs> just, but just wait um, we also got Kane Kasugi who is a beast I love Kane Amber's a really big fan of Kane Kasugi as well um, he played Kazuya in Tekken 2 no
2: <laughs> no we're not gonna talk about no, that no 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 we're not
0: I just wanted to see how I just wanted no. to see I wanted to see her reaction but now that movie is garbage. no
2: it's garbage yeah. no
0: we also got a... Let's talk about it. No. no, no, no. <laughs> I really... I
2: actually... I actually wanted to talk... Wanted to talk about it. But then I was like, I can't watch it. I can't replay... Yeah, I can't she, watch it she again. Had, I
0: remember she told me she wanted... She wanted to get on here and talk about it. And I said, I can't do it. I'm... I, I can't, like, stomach that I movie. could barely get through, and she,
2: through it the first time I yeah, watched
0: I, it. Yeah, I, I, I can't stomach that movie. And when she watched it herself, I said, you're on your own. I'm not watching that, that. And I did. I'm not watching that piece of shit again. I
2: watched it. So she
0: watched it. She was like, oh, my God, you were right. <laughs> I
2: said, that's two hours of
0: my life. I'll never get back. Yeah. But anyway, uh, yeah, back to the cast. <laughs> we got uh, We also got <laughs> Shun Sugato. We got, uh, I might butcher the same I, I'm sorry. Um L. Bernie. We got... Uh, 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 Takato Kitamoto, uh, Tim Mann, I mentioned him a second ago, we also have Mukesh Bot, and I'm probably gonna butcher this name too, because it's a Thai name, I'm really bad with those, uh, Vataya Ponsringarm, sorry, again, if I mess that up, <laughs> but anyway, yeah, so, Ninja, just a, just a quick little retread of what happened in the first movie, first movie, Scott Atkins plays an American named Casey, um, he, uh, he uh, basically grew up in Japan after his parents died, um, and he lived in this uh he lived in this uh ninjutsu ninjutsu dojo and uh he was trained by uh by the uh the uh the sensei of that of that school was a guy named uh Takeda. Um and uh, Takeda had a daughter named Namiko. Uh K C and her like fell in love. There was also a villain named Masazuka, who was um the villain of the first movie. He was uh, like a fellow student who Broke the rules and got expelled and became an assassin. That that sort of thing. Um, and you know, um, uh, police. The police get involved because Masazuka wants to steal. Uh, wants to steal this uh, this box that has like old ninja weapons in there. Um, and, it, and it it ends in a, a pretty big, pretty big fight, big sword fight, more specifically between uh, between Casey and Masazuka. Um, so. Ninja 2, Shadow of a Tear, picks up not really sure how long after the first one. It's been, it's probably been a while, like maybe a maybe a year or two it's been, it's, it's, been a, it's been a pretty pretty lengthy amount of time but uh yeah so we're in japan we're at the ninjutsu dojo it's called the koga dojo for those who don't remember um we meet casey played by scott Atkins, we meet namiko once again played by Mika Hiji. they are now married uh namiko is pregnant they're running the school together everything is hunky-dory um <laughs> Have pretty I, much have I used that phrase on here yet hunky dory no I don't think you have <laughs> yeah everything is hunky dory in the world of ninja 2 shadow of a tear um uh <laughs> that should be the tagline ninja 2 shadow of a tear everything was hunky dory until now or something like that <laughs> so anyway yeah Casey Namiko they're they're married Namiko's pregnant they're running the school everything's cool um one day one faithful day as as, as most movies go uh Casey is out buying a gift for Namiko on his way back home. He is confronted by these two muggers. They, uh, they they, they, ask him for his wallet. They got knives. They ask him for his wallet. He gives them their wallet, but then they want the gift that he bought for Namiko. He refuses to give it to him. Fight breaks out. And this is a good fight scene. Like, instantly, we get this first fight scene. And I thought this this fight was way better than any fight in the first movie. Because the first movie had... The first movie had, like, two really good fight scenes, where, one where Casey's fighting all the ring members, and then when he's fighting Masazuka at the end, there were some other fights that preceded this, but they weren't that great, like, camera-wise and stuff like that. Here, it's great, like, the choreography is a lot quicker, um, camera works, camera works a lot more, um, excuse me, a lot more dynamic, um... And we also get that uh, we get that like that like that, that really fast Hong Kong style fight choreography. We didn't necessarily have that in the first film. Here, like the first film had more weapons play than anything. Here, it's more it's more hand to hand. So Casey he fights off these two muggers. Um, two things of note happen here. The first thing being that one of the muggers, when Casey is fighting them, one of the muggers uses a technique called the triple kick, which is just like you know a, a jump up. You switch kick bait instead of throwing two, you throw three. Very hard to do.
1: I know, I tried it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it didn't work yeah. so well.
0: Yeah, I think I think they do. They do something like that in Matrix when when Keanu Reeves Neo when he he does a triple triple kick. I, except I think it was more like four kicks, a quadruple kick. But um, and it was clearly on wires. But you know that 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 that, that, that plays into the whole <laughs> world that they're in here. It it looked it actually looks a little like more uh more le- more legit like more realistic it's not as obvious as it was in matrix but here yeah here so uh yeah the mugger uses the triple kick casey notices that um that after he fights the two muggers off he 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 he's holding one of their knives and he notices that the knife has a symbol on it he gets a really good look at that but remember that for later that doesn't come back into play until literally the very end of the film <laughs> so anyway um yeah casey he fights them off he leaves and then, uh, then the, 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 this posed a question that Amber and I had. I don't know if Montero had the same question, but did he get his wallet back? No, I guess not. No, No. because <laughs> he gave them the wallet right. and then fought fought them Cause and the, then left.
1: Because like, it comes into play just a few moments after that. Yeah, you
0: know? <laughs> yeah. It's like it's it's just one of those things. Like, did he get it back and then just forgot it? Forgot it at and the house? You know, about like it. <laughs> yeah. They just kind of. Just kind of pushed it aside, but it does come back into play, like Monteria said. Um, anyway, yeah, um, so, uh, yeah, Casey, he returns home, um, uh, you know, uh, while him and Namiko are sleeping. Namiko wakes him up. She's got those pregnancy cravings. She wants chocolate and seaweed, which is a, a really weird combination, but, hey, that's the pregnancy cravings for you. Um, so, yeah, Casey's like, okay, I'm, I'll run to the store and get you some snacks. So he runs to the store and... While he's there, he realizes he doesn't have his wallet, which you know that, that 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 was a question that we had here: is did he even get it back, or, or, or did he not get it back, or did he get it and think that, or, or did he did he get it and just left it at home? Who knows? <laughs> but anyway, it doesn't matter. But anyway, while Casey is out, we cut back to the uh, to their house and we see Namiko. She is killed by an unknown person. This guy's got a barbed wire chain, and he strangles her with it. Uh, Casey returns, she sees that Namiko is dead. Um, uh, after her death, we have we obviously have her funeral. During the funeral, um, an old friend shows up, a guy named Nakabara, who's played by Kane Kasugi. Um uh, Nakabara shows up, and we learn that he, that he's like he's a family friend of Namiko's. They were like siblings, they grew up together, so Casey's obviously close with this guy as well. Um Casey obviously very upset, stricken with grief, uh, Nakabara invites him to Thailand where his dojo is. He says, I have a dojo in Thailand. will not you come spend some time with us, get away from all this and train and just kind of, you know, get all the grief out of your system and, you know, just be around friends. And, uh, initially Casey says, no, he says, no, I've, I appreciate it, but I've got some business to take care of. So, um, so, uh, but before we can get to the business, we cut over to Myanmar, formerly known as Burma, the country of Burma, um, and this is where we meet one of our main villains, Goro, played by Shin Sugata. Um, Goro is a drug lord. He lives in the jungles of Myanmar. He's got a he has his bodyguard, who's uh, who's called a Miat, I believe is how you pronounce it. Miatt played by Tim Mann, um, and we see him. He kills a guy. Uh, Goro kills a guy who apparently stole some some drugs off of one of his shipments from a couple years ago. Um, which I thought it was kind of funny here how, like, whenever Goro tells the guy, he says, he says, uh, you know one of those shipments was light, and the guy's like, he looks really nervous, and he says, well, maybe the crew took something, and Goro's like, maybe, they're all dead anyway, but, <laughs> like, he already took care of them, so, um, anyway, when Goro kills this guy, we see him using that same weapon that was used to kill Namiko, that barbed wire chain, so, uh, here, you know, we get, this is, like, where we get the, uh, that they, they, they give us that indication that this must be the guy who killed Namiko, you know, and, and it's so obvious, too, you know, because this dude, obviously, not a nice person, very evil guy, and he, like, he, he, like, he'll kill you without a second's thought, you know, um, uh, and, he, and he's even got that weapon so you know here it's just kind of like oh that that's definitely the killer right there i mean how could it not be right that's what i love about this though because it's not the case that is not the case i remember when amber per- i remember when i first showed this to amber and when we get when we get that twist at the end i remember she was like what <laughs> i mean when i said i was skeptical because i'm like
1: mm. it was too obvious or too yeah, on the nose it was. Yeah. like they don't they don't do that they always do plot twists in these kind of movies <laughs> I didn't like I didn't like how he showed up at the funeral like that you look <laughs> suspicious my
0: buddy <brother>. yeah.
1: <laughs> who invited sure. you
0: <laughs> I don't remember sending you the invitation. Right. I didn't even call you. Like <laughs> That's what he said. How
1: did you even find out?
0: Yeah, yeah, he did. It. Casey, that's, when, that's when I, that red yeah. flag. Yeah, Casey asked Nagabari, he was, he's like, how did, how did you know? How did you find out? And he's like, oh, Thailand's not exactly the North Pole. You know, it's not a small place. I, I know things. <laughs> like, oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Maybe you were here already. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, yeah, so we cut back to Japan. Casey has got to take care of that business before he can go to Thailand and kind of get all that, get all that grief out there. Um, he uh, he finds out from a fellow student. Remember, we're going back to the two muggers that attacked him. Um, one of them used that triple kick technique. So Casey asks one of his students. He says, "Hey, uh, that triple kick technique. What school uses that?" And the student tells him, "It's a it's the Azuma dojo." So Casey pays a little visit to the Osmond dojo. He knows that he knows that the guy, one of the guys who attacked him, has to has to train at the school because he used the triple kick. So um, so he goes there, gets in a fight with everybody in the uh, in the school. And I really like this fight scene. This is great too. I love how he like walks in, um, and he takes his shoes off first. You know, but, you know that that's that's you know, obviously showing respect here. You know, even though he's gonna kick all their asses, he's still taking his shoes off. And showing respect. Um, I like that. So um he goes he goes in there, beats everybody up, breaks one dude's arm. The big the big uh the big guys who whose like arm he breaks, that was um uh what was his name? Uh hang on, I have it. It's um Ron? Yeah, Ron Smorenberg, that's it, yeah. Ron Smorenberg. He worked with Jackie Chan in the film Who Am I? Got some amazing kicks. I like Ron So, um, so yeah, that, that, that was him who, who, who Casey fights along with all the other guys. Um, Casey beats all them up and then they tell, uh, they tell him where the, where, where the mugger is. Casey finds the, the two muggers at a restaurant. He lures them into the alley, kills both of them. And, it, and it, it's, it's a pretty gruesome death too. Like he cuts one, he cuts his, he cuts one dude's hand off and then he cuts his throat. It's a, it's a pretty gruesome death. And, um, and, I I and I think I think what they're doing here is that Casey probably Casey more than likely believes that these two guys killed Namiko because you know they had attacked him earlier that day so of course he's going to think of them first excuse me so after he kills after he kills them he decides now's a good time to go to Thailand you know he just killed two people so he's got to got to yeah let me go on vacation yeah run to Thailand <laughs> that's a, that's the uh what's the word alibi that's his alibi you know in, it's like the, I was in another country yeah the police asked, I was like I was in Thailand <laughs> <laughs> right, right. yeah so um so yeah Casey he goes to Thailand to spend some time with Nakabara and, and his other students at the, at the dojo he meets Nakabara's top students Hiroshi and Lucas um uh and uh we, we get right into we get right into a sparring session Casey has a little sparring session with Lucas um and uh And what they're doing here is that it's, it's Kumite. So, uh, not the blood sport. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Yeah, it's Kumite, which literally means sparring in Japanese. Um, but so what they do, the point of Kumite here is not to hurt someone. It's to stop them from hurting you. It's just kind of like an exchange of like defensive techniques and stuff like that. Um, things get out of hand though, because during the session, uh, Lucas, um, I don't want to say accidentally. That wasn't an accident. It was, yeah, because it wasn't really an accident. He just kind of, I get, I get, what's the word, like, uh, instinctively, he just kind of instinctively punched Casey in the face. He didn't mean to. He, he just, he he, uh, he got carried away, you could say. Um, but yeah, he, he just instinctively punches Casey in the face and Casey gets really pissed off and starts beating the shit out of Lucas with a, uh, a, a bogan yeah the the wooden sword um he he yeah he just beats the shit out of him with it and um and he storms off nakabara you know berates him and, and says you know you, uh, he's like you, you you were taught better than this you you were dishonoring your sensei and stuff like that um And uh, later that night, Nakabara makes Casey do the fire walk, which is you just walk on hot coals. The point here is that Casey needs to kind of regain control of his emotions because he's just, he's very angry and, you know, and he's got all these other, all these other emotions running wild. So he, uh, Nakabara thinks, you know, the fire walk will help him kind of re- like re- regain regain control here, you know, and he and he won't be so angry all the time now. Um, it doesn't work. Like <laughs> of he, course, he gets probably like halfway through, but then he just he keeps thinking about Namiko and thinking about her death and how he couldn't do anything, and he storms off. He leaves and he goes to a bar and gets drunk. Gets in a fight with a couple of uh, other bar patrons. And I love this fight scene. This is a great fight scene. It's got a, it's got some really great spots. I love how one dude picks up a table and starts just charging at him. And he does that spin. It's a a volley kick. I think it's called a volley kick. He does that volley kick through, like, puts his foot through the table. I love how that one dude bumped into him and said, because he made a spill his beer. And he said, you need a bib in case this, you need some manners. And then he swings in case he just ducks. And the dude just, like, flails all over the bar. Um... And there's another really great spot where this one dude picks up a stool (laughs) and he like runs towards Casey and Casey kicks the dude's feet out from under him and he just like slides and falls face first on the floor. That happened to my brother one time. I did that to my brother. He was, when we were kids, he would mess with me a lot. And I remember one time he was messing with me and I kicked him in the legs and his feet just like went from under him and he just face planted on the floor. That's exactly how that looked in this <laughs> movie. Um, uh, but yeah, that, that's a really great fight scene. I really like it. And, he, and he's uh, a, in case he's like unhinged too in that fight, because he picks that dude up and he tells him to hit him. He's like, hit me. And he punched him. He's like, he's like, hit me again. And then, and then, he just keeps hitting him. But then Casey beats, just he he finishes him off, beats all the guys up, and he leaves. Um, and he did this drunk, impressive. Yeah, yeah. What was kind of funny is that he didn't really act drunk until after the fight because when the fight was over then he's just kind of stumbling around and drinking and it's <laughs> you know usually usually when they do a fight scene when someone's drunk the person acts drunk even when they're fighting <laughs> but here it wasn't really like that it's okay though <laughs> i didn't care <laughs> so um so anyway the next day casey is casey's very hungover he's kind of sick um and he uh he's trying to go into the woods to uh to pick fruit for the for the dojo. He can't do it, though, because, again, he's too hungover. Um, so Lucas shows up, and he says, okay, take, I, I, I'll go. You go rest. So he goes in the woods to, to gather all the fruit while Casey goes, goes back to his room to get some rest. While Lucas is in the woods, Lucas is killed by an unknown person holding that same barbed wire chain. Um, uh, uh, all the other students find Lucas's body, and uh, Casey and Nakabara show up, and they see the body... Excuse me, um Casey recognizes the um uh the the marking, the wounds around Lucas's neck and he realizes that it, it's it, the guy who killed Lucas is the same guy who killed killed Namiko. it has got those like barbed wire markings on the neck. So um so Casey tells Nakabara he says, "Hey, uh uh the guy who killed Lucas has to be the same person who killed Namiko." Um and then Nakabara tells Casey about this guy Goro, you know we met him earlier. Nakamura tells Casey, he says uh, it must have been this. It must have been Goro. And, I know it um, wasn't um, him at that point. Yeah, look at <laughs> old that man. He, he wouldn't from here. country to yeah. country. didn't yeah. <laughs> to be Goro. So um, I live in the woods. He can't fly. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, Nakamura tells Casey about Goro. He's, he says, uh, and so uh, Goro apparently does have a history with Casey's. Uh, Uh, or not with case with Namiko more specifically with Namiko's family apparently when Goro was a kid his brother um had a fight with Namiko's father Takeda sensei and uh Takeda uh accidentally killed Goro's brother and Goro swore revenge Nakabara knows this because his father was also present when this fight happened so, and his father told Nakabara about it. So yeah, that's how he knows the story. So yeah, he tells, he tells Casey it had to have been Goro because he, uh, you know, his brother was killed by Namiko's father. And so obviously he, he wants revenge. So he's coming after you too. So, um, so, uh, Casey decides he's going to go find Goro. Uh, Nakabara initially tells him, he can't do it. It's suicide. Uh, it's a bad idea. But um, but Casey convinces Nakabar that he needs to do this. So Nakabar tells him, um, uh, all I know is that he is somewhere in Myanmar. That's that, that's all I can tell you. So um, Casey he travels to Myanmar um and he meets a, a very goofy taxi driver named Mike. Uh, which every movie's got a goofy taxi driver. Rush Hour Three had a uh, had George. Was that was that? His yeah, name? that George. was George. Yeah, was George. Rush Hour <laughs> Three. It was Jorge. Had, Jorge. <laughs> yeah, Rush Hour Three had George. Ninja 2, Shadow of a Tier has Mike. So, uh, I like this character, though. I think he's very funny. Um, So, yeah, he meets a, he meets this goofy taxi driver named Mike, hires him for a few days. You know, so he, he um, there's a scene in when they're in the car, and Casey asks him, he says, I need to hire you for a couple of days. How much is it going to cost me?
1: <laughs> 60 bucks. I'm yeah, wondering.
0: yeah. Mike says, uh, we'll do 60. And then Casey says, how about 200? And Mike's like, okay 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 okay. i I can manage that i can do 200 (laughs) um so um so yeah uh mike he drives casey around around town brings him to a market casey's buying some stuff that he needs to make weapons he like buys like puffer fish because you know you can use their innards to make poison and you know buy some stuff to make darts and stuff like that um later that night uh uh well actually no go back for a second. Uh Casey he gets dropped Mike drops him off at a hotel before Casey goes to the hotel he asks Mike about Goro he says do you know who Goro is um the you know the big drug lord can you tell me where he is? Uh Mike claims to not know who Goro is, um, and so uh, Mike returns later that night brings Casey to this club Casey is there to ask around see if anybody knows where Goro is he meets this guy. Uh, <laughs> really creepy guy uh who is a drug dealer and uh he takes casey out back to see to sell him some drugs um casey smokes a little something i don't know what it was <laughs> Some meth <laughs> some crack meth i don't know um anyway uh uh, we'll
2: say, we'll say crack.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, first we got a fight scene where Casey was drunk. Now we get one where he's high. <laughs> yeah. Now we get a fight scene where Casey is high. I like this one too. This is a good fight scene. Um, yeah, Casey, um, he asked the drug dealer about Goro. You know, he asked, uh, asked him where Goro is. The guy says he doesn't know who Goro is, but then him and a bunch of other friends of his show up and then they attack Casey, but Casey kills most of them. And, um, And he asks the drug dealer one more time, where's Goro? The drug dealer tells him, everybody knows who Goro is, but no one's ever met him. Nobody knows where he is. Casey initially isn't going to let him go, but the guy just can't leave well enough alone. He tries to attack Casey again, and Casey kills him. Um, Casey runs back to the the hotel room, passes out from the drugs. And this was a five-star hotel, by the way. (laughs) Yeah. was it what was it that's called that's what Mike said
1: I don't know what I think it, was it was called call, I
0: think it was called like the Hollywood Hotel or yeah, yeah like that's what it was <laughs> and, oh you know, no, I, it wasn't a Hollywood I, Hotel I'd hate to see what a two star looked like my
1: goodness
0: <laughs> <laughs> so anyway um yeah uh, Casey he passes out in the hotel that night wakes up the next morning and the military shows up they're there to arrest Casey Casey tries to fight them off and runs Um, and we get a pretty good chase sequence of him, like, having to fight the guys off and run. I really like that sequence as well. Um, there, there was, like, one point where, you know, it looked like he was going to get caught because a soldier comes up behind him and he's got the gun in the back of his head And Casey like, puts his hands up, but then he disarms the guy and runs. It's like, oh, shit, I thought they had him right there. (laughs) Um, he does end up getting caught eventually, um, and then they arrest him and take him to their base, um... And as they're driving away with Casey in their truck, we see Mike, like, standing outside the hotel. He, like, watched this whole thing go down. Um, We come over to the military base. Casey is um, being tortured by General Sung, obviously the general of this army. Uh, And uh, he is, he's, like, they're torturing Casey, and General Sung is asking him, uh, he's like, "Are, are you some sort of American spy? What do you want with Goro? Why are you here asking about Goro? Um... And uh, and they they're they're torturing him by like burning his leg with an iron, a hot iron. Um, amateurs, <laughs> amateurs. Yeah, I don't know. What, what would you do? What, what what would your torturing method be? <laughs> <laughs> oh no, buddy, you're not gonna get me on record. <laughs> I'll tell you
1: off camera.
0: <laughs> yeah, off the air. Um, <laughs> I I I would just pay, play some really bad music. Eventually they'll give up. Gonna
1: just do the basic, just Make put him a li- towel over his face and pour water.
0: Waterboarding
1: that, that usually works. I'll
0: play a I'll play that Chris Gaines album. <laughs>
2: Make him watch Tekken Two.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, please, anything but that. I'll talk. I'll talk. I'll tell you whatever you want to know. But just please turn it off. So, um, so anyway. Casey he he uh, he escapes the <laughs> and I liked what Amber said here when we watched the movie last night while they were torturing him with the iron. Casey passed out. And then they put him in this uh, cell, prison cell. And but Casey then he wakes up and he he beats the two guards up and then he escapes in Amber asked me, he said, did he use Ninja Focus to slow his heart rate down? From stepbrothers. <laughs> <Yeah>, Step brothers. <laughs> yes, he absolutely did use ninja focus here and slowed his heart rate down. Um, so yeah, uh Casey he he breaks into General Sung's office and he uh, and he kills General Sung, but right before he kills him, he tells him uh, or asked him, sorry. Uh, where where Goro's uh, where Goro is, where his hideout is, and General Sung tells him that it's in the jungle. So um, so Casey kills General Sung, he sneaks out of the base, and he sees Mike again. Mike is uh telling uh he's talking to this guy at the desk at the base, and he's telling him to give him to give him his money. He owes him some money apparently, um, and he leaves, and Casey sneaks into Mike's cabin as they drive away, um. And right here, Casey realizes that Mike is the one who called the military on him because Mike was the only one who knew that Casey had been asking around about Goro. So Mike was the one who turned him in. Um Casey initially thinks Mike is working with Goro or something like that. And Mike says, No, I'm I'm not. I I, I just I I I just I was just trying to make some money. You know, I thought they would, I thought they would pay me if I turned you in. I
1: work for me. He says,
0: I work for me. He's like, I'm just trying to make a living. I did what I had to do. Casey's like, okay, whatever, fine. No, you gotta die. (laughs) He didn't kill him though. He spared him. Um, But anyway, yeah, Casey spares him. Mike drops Casey off like near the jungle and tells him, uh, and he tells him like this, 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 this is the jungle that they were talking about. Uh, you're, uh, you know, be careful, because this is, this is Goro's territory now, you're on your own, um, Casey makes his way into, into the jungle, um, falls asleep that night, wakes up the next morning, some of Goro's men have discovered him, they found the fire that he, that he had, and there was, uh, there was like four or five of them, I think, um, they, they discover Casey, but Casey manages to kill them, and he, he runs off, and I like this fight scene, too, I like it's kind of stealthy, um, and he uses some of the tools, like, that he, uh, that he had, uh, that he had made, like, earlier in the film. Like, he, he uses, like, this kind of, like, like, poison powder type thing because he throws it and the dude shoots it. And then the, the poison or whatever just kind of, like, sprays all over him. Um, um, I like how, uh, <laughs> this, this part bugged me a little bit. So, one of the dudes throws a grenade at Casey, and it, it it like flies past Casey and Casey runs in the direction of the grenade <laughs> and it blows up behind him and he like flies forward like they do, like you know like they do in the movies. I don't know. This part bothered me because the dude threw it and it goes past him and he's running in that direction. I would have ran the other way. Yeah, there's a dude right in front of you, but we all know you're going to kill him anyway. So why run in the direction of the explosion? <laughs> that bothered me a little bit, I don't know what they were doing right there, um, uh, so anyway, Casey, (laughs) yeah, he kills all these, he kills all these guys, and he takes some of their, he takes some of their, uh, their, their, their weapons, like, their grenades, more specifically, and he, he, uh, continues his journey to find Goro's compound, um, later, uh, Later that day, like, while he's... While he's still making his way through the jungle, he finds a bunch of unmarked graves. Nakabara told Casey about these graves earlier, like, before he left for Myanmar. He said that... He said, uh, during... During World War II, his father, um, who had fought in Myanmar, um, they buried their dead in this jungle. And, uh... And if you find that... If you find the graves, there may be some weapons in there. You know, some stuff that you could use. So Casey finds the graves, and, um and uh he he digs he digs some of them up and he find, yeah he finds weapons he finds like ninja uh ninja outfit and he finds some some swords and some uh some throwing stars and uh daggers and all all that good stuff um throws all that on um <laughs> there but but there is also a scene where he cuts the head off of a cobra and I hate snakes so <laughs> So this part really bothered me. Um I've talked I've mentioned this before that I do not like snakes. But here, that was clearly a fake snake too. Like well, of when course, he when babe. he goes when he goes to cut the head off.
2: Well of course, Bane. Yeah,
0: of course, yeah, you know, that's animal cruelty. You can't do that. Um <laughs> You can't? No. <laughs> my God. <laughs> it's like, wait, what? Everybody's sensitive nine days. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Anyway, um, yeah, erase that. <laughs>
1: but you can <laughs> shoot a real deer, huh?
0: Uh I don't do that. <laughs> um, anyway, uh yeah, Casey, he he throws the ninja outfit on, he uh gets all the weapons and he uh he finds Goro's compound. Time to make his way in there and uh, you know, and blow shit up <laughs> and and kill everybody. That's exactly what he does. He's got the grenades, he throws them in there and blows everything up and starts killing everybody. He gets in a fight with a. Uh, with Tim Mann's character and I love that fight scene that's probably uh my second favorite fight scene in the movie is this fight with uh with Tim Mann that's a really great fight scene um and again way better than anything you would have seen in the first one it's 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 that really slick Hong Kong style choreography um and it's it's more hand to hand than it is weapons like Casey does have a sword in and Tim Man's got the knife, but eventually they, they both kind of they both just kind of tr- discard the weapons and then fight hand-to-hand. I really like that as well. Um, Casey kills, uh, he kills Tim Man's character in pretty brutal fashion, you know, like stabs him in the leg and then in the heart, breaks his neck. I feel like the broken neck was kind of... <laughs> Too much? <laughs> yeah, like you already stabbed him in the heart. He's going to bleed out. But <laughs> it's not, no good yeah, it's no. not good enough. Yeah, <laughs> it's not good enough. Took him to the limit. Yeah. <laughs> no. Take it to the limit. That's right. So, um, anyway, uh, yeah, Casey, he kills Tim Mann's character. Makes his way into Goro's, uh, lair, we'll say. And we see Goro sitting there. Goro's got a sword. He's got that barbed wire chain. Uh, an interesting thing, though, whenever, whenever we get here and, and Casey's telling Goro who he is, Goro doesn't know. Like, he, like, he, cause he sees him and he's like, he's like, who are you? And he, and he says, uh... He's like Namiko Takeda was my wife. He's like, "Oh, like it's like <laughs> Namiko married a married a foreigner, you know." Yeah. Uh, and but um, and
1: that's when In case he,
0: yeah, In case he's like, yeah, like he, he's he's like, "Come on." He's like he, he says, "You know Namiko's dead." And then they start fighting. Here, yeah. Goro didn't know who he was. He had no idea who this guy was and obviously didn't know that Namiko was dead. That's where things get really interesting here. So, Goro and Casey fight. I really like this fight scene too. This is this was more weapons focused, though. Let's like just it,
2: say you like all the fight yeah, scenes in this yeah. movie. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah I, I do like all of them. I really do. <laughs>
2: Somebody's um, gonna play a recap of how many times you said I really like, I really the like fight this fight scene, scene in this episode. And they're gonna throw it together in like a compilation i'm gonna say
0: uh, yeah but i say that in almost every episode we do i love this fight scene i love that fight I scene I machine but, <laughs> but this this has been every fight scene in this movie well yeah I, and i think i i think i keep emphasizing it because like i said in the first movie it's not as good. some of them were, were were lacking in some areas some of the fights in the first movie were to be desired um this one is not the case i think every I think each fight in this movie is better than anything you would have seen in the first one. Even the first movie's best fight is not as good as the ones in this in this movie. So anyway, Casey and Goro have their fight. Um, uh, and Goro nearly kills Casey. He's got that barbed wire chain, and he nearly strangles Casey with it, but Casey is able to uh, power his way out of it. That was all he had. Yeah. And, and
1: here's a tip: if the if the suspected killer is that easy to kill, he's not the killer. It's not the guy. <laughs> <laughs> that was way too easy.
0: Yeah. So uh, Goro, he nearly he does nearly kill Casey with the barbed bar wire chain. Casey powers his way out of it, and he beheads Goro, cuts his head off. I thought it was kind of weird how it freeze frames on Casey, and then fades to black, and then. We cut back over to Thailand. I thought that was kind of weird how, how it just kind of freeze frames on him. I remember when I first saw the movie, and I was like, "What was that?" <laughs> it's like, "Is that it? Is it over?"
2: It's supposed to be. It's supposed to be like it's been done. It's been avenged. It's it's over. <laughs>
0: yeah, it, yeah. I don't know the, the way it freeze frames on him and in then face of black. It gave me the idea that. Oh shit is that it like that like that that, that that's a little disappointing <laughs> like if that's the end, but it wasn't the end that's probably what they were trying to do though is make you think that okay that was like he avenged the death that's that's it, but no it's not over um so um yeah anyway, Casey kills Goro and we cut back over to Thailand and uh Casey reunites with nakabara and uh and they they're sitting in Nakabara's office Nakabara's, like uh. He's like, it's like Casey. He's like, I'm, I'm so glad you're alive. You gotta tell, me, you gotta tell me what happened. Like, how, how did it all go down? You know what? I just realized that we didn't talk about one scene, a scene that <laughs> is, is highly troubling to me. So we're gonna go back for a second. Um, while Casey was in the woods before he found Goro's compound, um, and he found he found the graves, and he was digging up the weapons and everything. He found a picture. Of like a woman and a baby. And it was a picture of that belonged to one of the dead soldiers, obviously, and it reminded him of the time that Namiko told Casey that she was pregnant. This scene is horrifying to me, and I say it's horrifying because the the way he remembers it, it we we see Namiko standing there telling Casey. She says, "Casey, I'm pregnant." It's scary to me because it's insanely bright. It's like it's kinda like it's got like this blue blue palette shade color thing going on in the camera. And there's like this huge bright ass heavenly glow. It's a very loud glow. I don't you should I need to wear earplugs, it's so loud. And uh and and Namiko's just got this really weird creepy smile on her face and she's all bug-eyed and she's like, Casey, I'm pregnant. And we come back to Casey and he's crying and saying, I'm sorry. That part, I felt bad for him. But in that, in those, in those like three words, Casey, I'm pregnant. In those three words where we see her, I was scared shitless. (laughs) Because... I don't know, it's just like every time, and it, 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 it Amber can vouch for me here, every time we watch this movie and we we, we get the Casey, I'm pregnant moment, I'm like she. you can see me, I, I'm just like slowly backing away from the TV, like, oh God, what's happening here?
1: You feel like she's going to come out of the TV and eat you? <laughs> yeah. Caleb has pregnancy PTSD. <laughs>
0: If I always tell Amber, if we ever have children, don't don't break the news to me like that. I just
1: might. <laughs>
2: now that he says that, I just might
0: if, if,
1: watch that movie. And then, yeah.
0: boom. what do they? Uh, what do they do? Uh, or what, what's it called? Like like a, with with the big. Circle lights, selfie lights—is that what they call them? Mm-hmm. You're gonna get like yeah. a selfie light and just like put it over oh, your yes. head. Like I'm pregnant. Yeah, be oh, the ring <laughs> light,
1: the ring light. Yeah,
0: this big selfie I hate, rings. I,
1: I hate those because yeah. then you see the ring in the eyelids. Yeah. Like oh no, yeah. you're a devil. <laughs>
0: that's even shit.
1: That's el diablo. <laughs> <laughs> I see the devil in you, and you're pregnant.
0: <laughs> <laughs> pregnant devil. <laughs> oh jeez. Yeah, I, but yeah, I was telling her said, don't break the news to me like that, because <laughs> I will run, not because you're pregnant, but because of how you told me, <laughs> so anyway, yeah, that scene was scary, so we're gonna, we're gonna fast forward back to where we were, uh, Casey, back in Thailand with Nakabara, and Nakabara tells him, um, okay, t- tell me everything, how'd it go, what happened, um... So, Casey is fixing to explain to Nakabara what happened, but then the delivery guy shows up. The delivery guy had shown up in an earlier scene, just dropping off a package for Nakabara. He shows up again in this scene, and Nakabara just tells him, leave the package on the table there. And um, But this time, Casey noticed that the delivery guy had a knife, the same knife that the two muggers from the beginning of the movie had, the knife that had the symbol on it. Casey notices that, and uh, and um, and after noticing that, Casey puts all the pieces together, and he he figures out. Here's the big plot twist: Nakabara. Killed
2: Namiko.
0: Yeah, that's where he figuring it out. Which I remember, but I remember again the first time we saw this movie, Amber legit didn't see that coming.
2: I
1: didn't,
0: and I'll be honest, the first time I saw the movie, I didn't see it coming either. I know, I know. In this, I know nowadays when you watch it, Montero's already already summed it up. I it's saw it. It, 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 like there were red flags all over the place here, <laughs> but like literally, like first time seeing it, I didn't, I didn't think that they would go that route with it. I didn't know what they were gonna do. Um... But, you know, um, this was, like, before, um, uh, like, at that time, I had a really, I had a really, uh, really shitty phone, so I was not able to just, like, easily look up a plot or anything like that, so, you know, for, for me seeing this movie for the first time, I was, I was basically going in blind, like, knowing really nothing about the movie, didn't even know that there was a sequel until I just saw it at the video store, so, um, so yeah, I, I, I legit didn't see that coming and I, and I do still like it, even though even though by today's standards it's kinda like of course it was him, you know, <laughs> like like Monterey said. Um I still like what they did here. So yeah, uh there's the plot to us. Nakabara killed Namiko. Casey figures it all out. because um, he and he tells Nakabara he said he says, You're the one who sent those two buggers after me, it, like because they had the same knives as you. Um um and and you even just happened to be in Japan as soon as Namiko was killed like you just show up at the funeral um and Nakabara he 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 tells Casey he's like okay yeah it, it was me wasn't personal though excuse uh, <laughs> me it wasn't personal um but he, he tell uh, Nakabara tells Casey he says he says yeah i killed her um but you needed i did it because you needed the proper motivation I needed you to take out Goro for me. I couldn't do it because I would risk exposing myself. So I needed you to go kill Goro for me. Yeah, Nakabara is also a drug lord. He is like a rival drug lord here with Goro, and he couldn't kill Goro himself because Goro was becoming a big problem for his business. And uh, he didn't—he couldn't do it himself because again, he would have risked exposing himself. So, so yeah, he uh, he killed Namiko and framed Goro for the murder so that Casey would go after him and kill him. So yeah, Casey, he now knows the truth. Nakabar has told him everything. Um and uh and Nakabar tells Casey he says, So, we can do this one way or the other. One way, you and I join forces, like we team up. Or the other option is, uh, we fight and one of us dies or both of us die. And then huge fight. Like Casey doesn't even yeah, Casey like doesn't even really uh Uh, mince words he just just, there's
1: only one choice yeah there's
0: only one choice he just immediately starts fighting me and i love he picks up the teapot just smashes him on the head with it and then they start fighting this is my favorite fight scene in the movie by the way (laughs) yeah i love this one too um you can you can put that in your compilation um yeah so yeah this fight is great um it's uh it's got some it's got some really great kicks it's very fast very slick um um, uh, Casey, uh, like uh, halfway through the fight, Casey kicks Nakabara through a wall, and then we get the fight, we get a, we, we get the remainder of the fight, excuse me, which is weapons. Like, the first half of the fight was hand-to-hand, second was, excuse me, weapons. Um, so we, uh, we go into this room, and there's, like, all these old, uh, old, old statues and relics and weapons everywhere, and, uh, Casey and Nakabara resume their fight, Casey uses a staff. Uh, Nakabara's got the sword, but then Casey picks up a sword, and then we get a sword fight. Nakabara picks up a, uh, a second sword. A, um, uh, I forget what it's called. Wakizashi, I believe. Yeah, Wakizashi is like a, like a shorter one, and he, he like puts the two ends together, and he's got a double-bladed sword. That's really cool. I wish he had used that longer, because when he connects the two ends, he uses it for probably six or seven seconds, and then just breaks them back apart. Like, oh, damn, like... Yeah. I was like, yeah, you should have used more, um, um, and then, uh, and then, uh, it, 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 the fight ends, like, Casey, he slashes Nakabara on the, like, across the stomach, and Casey gets stabbed in the shoulder, um, but Casey, he sees the barbed wire chain hanging there, and he picks it up, and he kills Nakabara by strangling him with the barbed wire chain, payback's a bitch, <laughs> um, yeah, he kills Nakabara, uh finally avenges the death. Like it, it was not avenged earlier, so <laughs> now it's been avenged. Um uh and then uh his uh Nakabara's other star student Hiroshi um he comes in and he sees that Casey has killed Nakabara but then Casey um he and uh, he and Hiroshi open up that box that the, that the delivery guy dropped off and uh it was said that there were drugs stashed in there and Casey is explaining to Hiroshi that Nakamura used uh was just using the dojo as a front to sell drugs uh and Hiroshi's he tells he tells Casey this I had I had no idea like none of us knew anything about this we're you know we're, we're we're sorry that he got too involved in this uh so uh you know you can go we'll just we'll, we'll, we'll pretend this ever happened so Casey he returns to Japan and uh we don't know, moves on with his life, I guess. Ninja three. <laughs> yeah. Which hasn't happened yet. I want that. I do want that movie. I want, I want Ninja three. I don't know what they're going to make the subtitle, but yeah, I want Ninja three. <laughs> the last tier. <laughs> the last tier. There you go. <laughs> um, <laughs> Fell tier T I E R though. It's, <laughs> it's, now that's top tier. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was that was Ninja 2 Shadow of a tier. I really, really like this movie. This is this is a very fun movie. One of Scott's best films in my opinion. I'm curious, what did you think of this movie? First time seeing it, obviously. <laughs> well, first I was like, Damn, I really want to go to
1: Japan. <laughs> then once I got that out the way, damn, it's a really good movie. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Period. That's it? <laughs> like, like, uh, Japan. Like, you know It's not. Nah, I, I thought, as
1: far as like fight scenes go, probably one of the better ones that we've covered. I mean, I like you. I enjoyed all the fights. I'm just not going to say it multiple times. Um, I thought the plot was very good as far as me not seeing the first one going into this one. Um, I saw the killer from the very beginning. You were not invited to the funeral. Yeah, it's you. Uh, yeah, I just, I just feel like it was a good movie. That's just a terrible way to recruit somebody. I mean, my wife, oh, it's like John Wick with a dog. Don't do that.
0: Motivation.
1: No. Although, was,
0: although John Wick's story was like that was literally just a random thing. Like uh, this, this still, was not this was not random.
1: <laughs> somebody just has to. Die. I love. I yeah. loved her. Yeah. I didn't know her, but I loved her.
0: Yeah. <laughs> God. More importantly, I liked her. You know, I did. I did I, like her too. I really
1: liked I her. Did. I did. Yeah.
0: I did. she was cute. Yeah, I, I I will say that I will say that um, that they I said earlier that they didn't really do Namiko's character any favors, <laughs> and I said that because Amber will remember when we talked about the first movie. Um, she was a bigger presence in the first movie. She fights a lot, even though she gets beat up quite a bit in the first movie. That's one thing I didn't like about her is that her, her character, she was supposed to be like the daughter of this really badass martial artist, but she cannot fight. Okay. Like it, like in the first movie, she and, just kept getting beat up. Like, only for like just for Casey but, but to but jump that's in the, there and save her. Like. But that's
1: the learning process of learning how to fight. You get beat up. Like... <laughs> How are you gonna know how to defend yourself <laughs> unless you get in?
0: Yeah, that's true. But at the same time, like again, my, my supposed
1: to be raised as from no, a kid, kid. Yeah, my
0: question still stands: is if you're the daughter of this badass martial he never artist? Never
2: taught her. We, well, what? Clearly, he
0: did though. Like, <laughs> <laughs> clearly he did. That's the thing, like Casey and Masazuka were way better fighters than her in the first movie, but she's the daughter. You would think that she's just as good, if not better. Because being the daughter, you get you, you like you usually get that extra attention, you know. They they didn't do that there. So yeah, she was a, not a very good fighter in the first movie, and then here she gets killed off in the first ten minutes. So um, she
1: was snuck from behind.
0: Yeah. That's true. Now she wouldn't have won to
1: fight straight up, but she would have had a chance. A (laughs) fighting chance. I guess technically.
0: Yeah. She she could have
1: stayed alive long enough until Casey got back.
0: Yeah. Probably still would have died from injuries. (laughs) (laughs) That's cruel. Yeah. That's morbid. (laughs) But yeah, anyway, yeah. I liked it. Monteras liked it. I know Amber liked it, but is there anything that you want to add?
2: It's like I told you last night. Scott Could jump me and steal my wallet, and I'd apologize. (laughs) He could stab me, and I'd apologize.
0: Like I'm sorry I made you. I'm sorry I made you mug me or stab me.
2: (laughs) I love him. I love him.
0: Yeah, he is. He is great. I I, I like him a lot, and um, like I mean, I've been a fan of his since since the first time I saw him, 2009. Like that's. or maybe it was 08 I don't even remember what year that came it was 09, 09 um yeah uh I've been a fan of his like since then like ever since I saw him in the first ninja that was the first movie I saw with him ever since I saw him in that I was just like I like this guy that's a guy to look out for and now Scott has gone on to become like kind of like the b-movie king like he's he's done so many amazing direct like direct to video action movies some of them are some of them aren't that great, but most of them are excellent. Way better than than a lot of the big budget stuff they put mm-hmm. out. It's like better than anything you'll see. in, like, a, I don't know, most of Marvel stuff is. <laughs> yeah,
1: you're trying to cost me a roll, aren't you? <laughs> yeah,
0: sorry, Monterrey's is going to be the next War Machine. <laughs>
1: oh, that's not good. You don't even like War Machine. <laughs> ah, no, no, no. no. no.
0: No. Black Panther? You want to be the next Black Panther? I'm sure. I could never. No. Yeah, you, just, yeah, you can't I, replace... I could never. can't replace the man. Chadwick. No. I, I don't know
1: what... I, you would have to literally create a new character for me. Cause, you know, I couldn't take anybody's spot, honestly.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll make someone. It has to
2: be a new character, new like story. Like, I just kill people with sarcasm.
0: <laughs> destination, man. Oh, I could just teleport it anyway? Yeah, I get, I get you to your Destination. <laughs> to kill you <laughs> what <laughs> oh my god Jesus <laughs> uh, yeah oh that's good that's good stuff <laughs> so yeah anyway this was fun this was episode 56 that was Ninja 2 Shadow of a Tier. definitely check that movie out it's one of Scott's best movies it's probably um, definitely top 5 Scott films for me Well, I'll, I'll, I'll even say top 4 because like 4 is a weird number I know but Um, I'll, I'll say top four because like for me, like his, my, my favorite film of his is Avengement and that's, uh, hopefully we'll talk about that movie at some point in 2023. I do have that on my, uh, I do have that on my list and that's my favorite movie of his. Um, so like I love Avengement, uh, Accident Man is really good. Um, I can't, uh, I haven't seen the first, the the second movie yet. Sorry. Uh, it's the second Accident Man. I definitely want to check that out. It looks, from what I've heard and seen, it looks really good. Um, uh, what else, The Close Range is great, I love Close Range, um, so, yeah, this is definitely a movie to check out if you haven't seen it, and if you're, if you're new to Scott Atkins, if if you want to, like, see some of his stuff, like, this is gonna be, like, one of the very first movies that I recommend you check out, because it's, it's great, and I love all the fight scenes, (laughs) so, uh, so, yeah, thank you for joining us, thank you to Montarius and Amber, as always, for being here, this was Amber's ever's birthday special yay Yay. sarcasm (laughs) yeah sarcasm for your birthday so um so yeah yeah this was uh this is episode 56 so obviously episode 57 will be out next it's going to be our final episode of the year of 2022 we're going to be talking about john wick 2 uh it's gonna be really exciting hopefully we can get uh hopefully we can get Kid Kong and Cal the Kaiju guy back in here for that one because uh we did, we uh we had them in here to talk about the very first film still gonna iron out the details of those guys shout out to them but uh but yeah on December 26th we are going to be discussing John Wick 2 uh so what we're doing here we and we've had to do this before like for for like for for like the holidays we don't we don't we don't record anything on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day. So, uh because, you know, obviously Christmas spend time with your family and stuff like that. You're tra- doing a lot of traveling and stuff like that. So we won't be recording anything on those two days. So John Wick the John Wick two episode will not air until like that Monday, I think, or 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 that Tuesday. I'm still trying to decide on which day to do it. But uh but yeah, uh December twenty sixth is the planned date for, uh, John Wick Chapter 2. That's gonna be a very fun discussion. I love John Wick 2. Um, that, that, that's a movie that's, like, slowly becoming my favorite John Wick movie. Like, aside from the first one. And we haven't seen the th- uh, fourth one yet, so that, that could be my new favorite. We'll see what happens, because the fourth one looks pretty amazing. So, uh, so, yeah. We're gonna, we're gonna have a lot of fun there. Anything else? <laughs> Nothing else to add? Nope. Nope. <clears throat> so, Scott, call me. <laughs> yeah, Scott, call me. <laughs> yeah, call uh, call Monterius and I if you need extras in your movies. <laughs> you cannot
1: kick me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <It's>, <laughs> is that, it, it, that's in your contract? Scott Atkins cannot kick me. <laughs> okay, well I get to triple kick him back. <laughs> yeah, if, if, if he's gonna kick me, I gotta kick him back. There you go. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, thank you uh, for uh, for listening. Don't forget to follow uh, follow Caleb's Kung Fu Cinema on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, all that really good stuff. I've been a little inactive on the YouTube channel because, again, I've been sick and there's a lot of other crazy stuff going on. I'm coming back soon, though. I'm working on it. I'm currently working on uh, on a video. It'll be out soon. It's going to be my writing, Wrongs comparison. So yeah, keep an eye out for that. But yeah, once again, episode 57 of Caleb's Kung Fu Cinema, final episode of the year where uh, December 26th, we're talking John Wick chapter two. So until December 26th, take care guys and have a very merry Christmas, happy holidays, all that good stuff. We'll see you then.